Welcome to the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and who are leading their kids to do the same. Over the last 30 years, childhood obesity has more than tripled in the United States, and now over 12.7 million children are obese. The annual health care cost of childhood obesity is over $14 billion per year and climbing. These overweight children can expect to live 14 years less than children of normal weight. If this problem continues to grow over the next decade, the average life expectancy in the U.S. will decrease by five years. Welcome to the podcast, Mama. Today, we are going to focus on our kiddos today in this episode. So last episode, we talked about nutrient deficiencies in our children that are linked to ADHD, focusing solely on them. And today, we are again focusing solely on our children, and we are talking about obesity. Why are our kids obese? And what can we do about it? And this is actually a pretty hot topic right now. So I wanted to weigh in with my two cents. I hope it is helpful to you and empowering to you, the mom of your household, to be equipped to lead in the best way possible. Please do not underestimate the power and influence that you have in your house in your family. I could do, I could probably do a whole episode just on that topic right there, but let me stay focused on our topic at hand. Why are our kids obese? So let's start with what is obesity? So obesity is classified as a disease that occurs when an individual's weight is higher than what is considered healthy for his or her weight. Obesity affects children as well as adults. So What causes obesity? The bottom line is excessive weight gain, excessive weight gain. Our kids are living with excessive weight gain. Now, many factors add up to create this excessive weight gain. These things are eating patterns, physical activity levels, and sleep routines. Then there are also a few other things that also play a role, such as social determinants of health, genetics, and various medications. But I would like to just pause and look at that, please. Now, this is information that I am sharing for you from a major government website. And honestly, I was actually shocked at how truthful it was. The bottom line is excessive weight gain. What causes that? what our kids are eating, not moving their bodies enough, and not getting regular sleep. Those are the main things. Let's keep the main things the main things. Now, there are also supporting characters such as determinants of health, genetics, and medications, but those take a backseat to the first three. Okay, did you catch that? Because that is really, really important, okay? We'll come back to those first three in a bit. Let's take a look at what social determinants of health are. So the conditions in which we live, learn, work, and play are called social determinants of health. Basically, it's the environment that we are talking about where you live, who your neighbors are, who your friends are, who you hang out with, who your family is, what kind of environment you choose to surround yourself with. 
Yes, it can be difficult to make healthy food choices and get enough physical activity if these conditions do not support health. Places such as childcare centers, schools, or communities affect eating patterns and activity through the foods and the drinks that they offer and the physical activity opportunities that they provide. Other community factors that influence obesity include the affordability of healthy food options, peer and social supports, marketing and promotion, and policies that determine community design. All of these things can have a very big influence on the choices that you make for your family and the choices that your child makes when it comes to food and activity level. A key thing is to be aware of it and to be educated about it, which is what I tried to do for you through this podcast. So please share this with a mama friend who needs to hear this, someone who needs encouragement, who needs education, who needs some connection, okay? So now let's talk about genetics. This is a big one because this is what is getting all the press, all the publicity, all the blame. But do you see where it is on my list? It's not anywhere near the top. And listen to this. I am going to read from the website, and this is what it says. Genetic changes in human populations occur too slowly to be responsible for the obesity epidemic. Yet variants in several genes may contribute to obesity by increasing hunger and food intake. Rarely a specific variant of a single gene, monogenic obesity, causes a clear pattern of inherited obesity within a family. Okay, so let me translate. It's not your genetics. It's not your family traits. You didn't inherit it. It's not your destiny. You have the power and the privilege and the responsibility to help your child create better, healthier habits. Habits that will serve him or her for their lifetime. Habits that will help them grow to be strong, healthy adults. You can absolutely do it. It is our job as parents to instill in our children values and responsibilities. We are the models. So are you showing them what healthy habits look like? Do you prioritize moving your body every day? Do you prioritize practicing gratitude? Do you prioritize practicing forgiveness? Do you prioritize having a good attitude? Do you prioritize choosing healthy food options at the buffet? Do you prioritize putting healthy food on the table on a regular basis? Do you prioritize making purposeful, healthy decisions? We'll come back to more on genetics in a moment, but let's move on to medications and illnesses. So yes, there are some illnesses, such as Cushing's disease, which may lead to obesity or weight gain. Drugs such as steroids and some antidepressants may also cause weight gain as well. Okay, yes, that is true. But is that the cause of obesity in our kids? No, no, it is not. Listen, you can get as fancy as you want with research into this or that, but it all boils down to one thing, personal responsibility. Yes, genetics make it harder. Yes, your environment can make it harder. Yes, a particular disease can make it harder, but it's not the reason. And it's not impossible to overcome it. 
This reminds me a lot of autoimmune diseases or even cancer. We used to think that it was purely genetic, but it's not. Genetics can and do play a role, but it is not the only factor or even necessarily the primary factor. Overriding that is the environment. What kind of environment have you created for yourself? One full of stress? One full of a toxic load? One full of bitterness? One full of sadness? One full of blame? We can control our environment. We can control what outlook we have on life. We can control our own attitudes. We can control the response we give to any situation we find ourselves in. Mamas, this is a wake-up call. It is our job as parents to teach our children healthy habits. Teach them personal responsibility. If, it me if it's meant to be, it's up to me. It's on me to make this happen. My life is the way it is because of me. It's my fault. No one else's. We need to teach our children this. They have choice. They have autonomy. They have the ability to think for themselves and choose what is right and what is best. In any given situation, they are making decisions. Let's help them choose the best one they can. Will it always be the best decision? No, it will not. Will it always be the right decision? No, it will not. But teach them how to make decisions. Teach them that they have decisions to make. Teach them the responsibility of making their decisions. Teach them the thrill of making their own decisions. Teach them the agony of making their own decisions. Teach them these responsibilities in these specific areas of their lives, in their eating patterns, in their physical activity, in their sleep patterns. Obviously, this looks different as they get older. When they are young, it is more modeling it for them and teaching them why making certain decisions are good for their bodies and why other decisions are bad for their bodies. But as they get older and you have been teaching them this, you are releasing them to make decisions on their own. They aren't around you 24 seven, they're making lots of decisions on their own. Empower them to make healthy decisions that help them feel good. And remember, overweight children are much more likely to develop the following illnesses and suffer needlessly. Type 2 diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, osteoarthritis, some types of cancer, stroke. And let's think about the negative impact of a child being overweight or obese. Overweight and obese children have lower self-esteem. Obese children will live 13 years less than a child of normal weight. Let that sink in. Overweight and obese children get sick more often. Overweight and obese children are more inclined to perform worse academically in school versus a child of normal weight. The average medical cost for an obese child versus a child of normal weight is $20,000 more over the course of a lifetime. This does not include potential catastrophic illnesses that plague many overweight or obese people. So please, Mama, for the sake of your child, for their health, for their life, set a good example for them. Step up and be the parent that they need. 
set boundaries, ensure they are exercising, teach them proper nutrition and serve them healthy food. Teach them to make good decisions. If you need help in this, please reach out. I would be happy to connect with you and give you tips and ideas. Just send me a message on Instagram. I'm at Jenny Hardy. Please, please step up. Let's do this together. We've got this. Share this with a mom friend who can use this encouragement because we are in this together. And remember, you have more power and influence than you realize. Let's change the world starting with our kids. That's the wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.